Hello. Hello, Nick. Hello, Harrison. <laughs> okay, so this is a new podcast that we're doing uh, on the internet. Is that correct? I believe so, yeah. And it's in its... Uh, this is about... It's basically a podcast about uh, tables and different types of table, materials of table. No, this is terrible. This isn't even funny. Sorry, man. Hunt, aka Sarah Butler. This is Tabletop Twats, and I'm here with Nick, who is a twat. Obviously, and I'm here with Harrison, who's also a massive twat. Lovely. This is all about tabletop RPGs. We've got loads of different items coming up. We've got what we've been slaying, the main subject of the podcast, which is this time. What is it, Nick? Fuck's sake. Shit, that's really Turn bad. your phone off. Didn't even think about that. <laughs> Great start. We've got the main subject, which this week, this podcast is how to get started with role playing, man. How to remember the name of the main fucking bit of the podcast. How to get into role playing. Yes. And then we've got some challenges. Then we've got RPG stories. And we're going to finish off with some listener questions. So, without further ado, let's begin. Let's begin. Yeah. This segment is about what we've been playing recently. It's yeah. not a very clever name. No, it's, it's work in progress. I like it. Does the job. Yeah. What are you slaying? So, yeah, no, what, so, yeah, what, uh, so, well, no, you need to ask me. Well, you've been slaying. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> that been, was so natural. I'll tell you what I've been slaying. Um, so, at the moment, I'm currently running a Savage World zombie apocalypse campaign. Um, it's my first one, and I'm absolutely loving it. Um, the guys have managed, the twats, should I say, have managed to get out of the... Yeah, they started off on a camping trip and then, yeah, turned it upside down and next thing I know they was in a containment uh, camp and then they bust out of there and... And now zombies. And now zombies everywhere and they've just managed to get into the town. So it's pretty, yeah. It's pretty decent, but... Pretty good. Platform and plus I get a plus one on my javelin. There is a problem though, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, the characters are always absolutely fantastic. Um, but yeah, we've got to talk about Ernest. Look, well, the thing about, uh, yeah, we've got to talk about Look, There's nothing Ernest. wrong with Ernest. That's the, that's the thing. Look, he's not about. a paedophile. He's not a paedophile at all. But he is a Cub Scout leader that's routinely mistaken for a paedophile. Because of the way he talks and his upbringing, because I think he still lives with his mum, if yeah, I remember rightly. He's a bit of a weird one. He's, bless him though. Um, uh, yeah, and he's... Uh, and we've also got, um, so Ryan is Ernest, and we've also got Sean, which is Harrison's brother, who's playing a... Child. So... So we've got a good dynamic going on there. Exactly. Um, but he's not a paedophile. He's not a paedophile. At all. That's so don't, why, why, why are you saying paedophile? I didn't say paedophile. You started it. Main. Subject. Main. Subject. <laughs> Sorry. So this is the main subject, and this week the main subject is Nick. Well, we've got to start off at the beginning, haven't we? How to get started with role-playing games. So first off, we need to explain to all the people that don't know what is an RPG going on and how do you play one. Exactly. An RPG is basically a system where players can make their own characters with their own stats mm -hmm. and play a game 
and, and play through a story which is orchestrated by a dungeon master or game master. And they can do anything they want in this story and mm-hmm. affect things in numerous ways. Yeah. And that's basically it. And the actual mechanics of playing it. So the mechanics of the game is dice-based. And the DM will tell you, will say something like, um, okay, you... Uh, Let's do an example. Easiest way to do it. Yeah, so the DM will be like, okay, you come to a fiery chasm. Um, what do you want to do? And I say, right, so um, Punchy Much Punch Face wants to, uh, he's going to just, he thinks, yeah, fuck it, I can do this. And he's going to roll over, he's going to try and jump it. So then Nick's told a part of the story. So what I would say is now roll for your athletic skill or something like that. And then he rolls and then that role determines whether or not he's successful. And you basically play through a story like that. So there'd be an amount, uh, so there'd be, a, there'd be a number that the GM or DM knows that is a success. And if the player rolls to that, then it happens, depending on game specific, but generally that's what it is. And yeah. if it's below it, it's a failure. And, that's, and he doesn't do it and he falls down the hole. And all the, yeah, he doesn't do it, he falls down the hole, or you do it and you continue with the mission. Yes. It's nice and simple. It's actually a lot less complicated than a lot of people think, mm-hmm. basically. My name's Alan Rickman, and I'm Jen. Oh, no, wait. My name's also Alan Rickman. No, I'm Alan. No, I'm, no, no, I'm the real Alan Rickman. No, wait, I'm Alan Rickman. <laughs> but I'm not. No, wait. No, what? no, I'm Alan Rickman. No, shush, I'm. La- I- Tabletop twats. But but so let's say, for instance, you want to play one of these games, right? Yeah. You either want to create a world or you want to be part of it. If you've listened to this podcast, you think, do you know what? That well, sounds good. twats might not... Maybe they're not, such, maybe they're not such massive twats after all. Maybe yeah. they're good guys. If they're bumming RPGs. And also, they sound handsome. If you're thinking listen, that... Yeah, it's true. You just think, do you know what? Why not? Yeah. Well, uh, then what you need to do is you need to find a group to play with. Now, a lot of people um, will go online, find a group there, yep. or you can... You can play online, that's a whole other world in itself, and we'll talk yeah. about another time, but yeah. But you can, you just need to find like-minded individuals. Yes. Now, a lot of people want to get their friends to play, and maybe your friends are reluctant, but the fact of the matter is, is that the reason I think a lot of people are reluctant is because they think it's all fantasy, dressing up as knights and that kind of thing. And shyness, right? Got to be. And sure. shyness too. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of people don't want to do it for that reason. But the thing I think is that you need to find a system that your mates will like. So, yeah. you know, when I met you... And there's so much out there, yeah. When I met you guys, I yeah. did a Call of Cthulhu campaign, which is like a 1920s paranormal investigation type Horror. thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. It's that and I knew you'd be into that. Yeah, absolutely right. It's it's horror. It's scary. There's you know there's there's um, there's comedy obviously, but at the same time there's generally some some messed up stuff going on, and it's great. And the whole game revolves around rolling sanity to see if you can actually keep your mind in one piece going through all this, which exactly. is, is fantastic. And so it's such a great great idea that I knew the guys would be into it. Yeah. And, and I didn't want to scare them off by having this you know mazes and monsters type game. Yeah. I, and as a result, that's the one that I picked, and now we play. I mean, we didn't touch fantasy until the third, the third game change, I think. Third campaign, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean. Um, so it's not fantasy. It's not all about fantasy at all. I'm an orc chieftain. No, fuck, that's awful. Me too. No, that's racist. So you found a group of people, right? And they're like, "Yeah, I want to play. Yeah, I want to do that, right?" I'll give it a go. Yeah. Sounds like bollocks. I'll try it. Every person, be it the DM or the players will need to buy a set of dice. Yes. 
Nick. Oh yes, you dice. One of the best. One of the best parts of RPG, in my opinion. Um, I well, yeah, I think I developed a bit of an issue with buying dice. Luckily, <laughs> they're very inexpensive. You used to go, come home from work, have a few a tins few. of weak lager. Get on the old uh, diceshop.com into computer, and uh, before you know it, I've bought three sets of dice. But I mean, it came to about fifteen quid tops. Um, and they're lovely. They the, are. The thing is, you don't need to do that. You don't need to go mad. You just need one set of dice, yeah. which contains the following. A four-sided, six-sided, eight-sided, ten-sided, and twelve-sided dice. Which explain what these mean, to be fair. Oh, yeah. When you, refer to, when you refer to a dice uh, and the amount of sides, instead of saying, I roll a twelve-sided dice, you say, I'm rolling a, D6, a D12. Right. But, yeah, it's, um, you know, where would you find them? What would you type so in first? So, if you go into Amazon, just type in RPG dice, and you'll get a set of them. You can pick one uh, set up for about a five. I mean, um, less than that, really. You can share them, of course, but um, don't bother. Yeah, no. just buy just buy your own set of dice for Would you say if you're going to? Would, sorry to interrupt. Would you say uh, if you're going to be DMing, maybe buy two sets? Maybe. maybe. It's not. It's not entirely necessary. Tabletop <laughs> twats. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah, so if you're the if you're the guy who's gathering the group up, you're probably going to have to be the DM. Yeah. Because other players, uh, typically the other players want an easy time of it, and they I mean, don't want to. If you're trying to sell it in the first place, you're not then going to turn around and go, oh, and by the way, you've then got to run it. It's yeah. a bit much, isn't it? You exactly. Just, you've got to, if you've got to if you've got to get someone involved, and and to be fair, it's going to be. I mean, you know, some you're, people might not be up for it. Exactly. But you put them as a player. Let yeah, them just exactly. experience it first. Because yeah. then they get to enjoy the simple fun of creating a character and playing the game exactly. whilst you get into the rules. Because you want to really get into it and you're the one that started it. So exactly. So you understand it for the game. So so you're probably going to have to be the DM. So what does that mean? Or GM. Yeah, or GM. So it, that means that what you're going to have to do is read through the rule book, right? And it will seem daunting, but you can have a lot of fun. Skim reading. over it. Yeah, I mean, there'd be a, there'd be a games master section. Yeah, just put a bit. Uh, just it, the things you need to read first of all are going to be how to create a character, so you can help the guys create a character, and yeah. then how to use skills and how to fight. That's pretty much the basics you need to know. And you, if you want, you can start on that and just add the other rules in later. Absolutely. But a lot of these games... Uh, so a lot of these games, and like I said, you know, it doesn't matter what system you want to get in. I mean, people that have never listened to this before will probably be like, oh, well, shall I, where shall I start? So the game I'm running and GMing for the first time is Savage Worlds, which is a very easy system. It's the tagline's Fast, Furious and Fun. And you can go onto the website, which is... Uh, we'll post it at the bottom. Yeah, um, we'll post it in the comments. Pinnacle. Yeah, pick. Dot, I'll, I'll post pick, it pick dot. Inc. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> I don't check it. I've got it. This is so amateur. Don't go to pig dotting. No, this is so amateur. I should have written this down. But we. But anyway, you can get free. Uh, what, what would you call it? Light, boiled down to the yeah, bone. Yeah, pretty rules. much. Just to get you by, really, isn't it? Just to get a game going. Exactly, and pretty much every system out there will have a light version of the rules that's like five pages long on their website. PDF. We, with some, um, you know, pre-made characters, and you yeah. can just start straight away with that, and take actually, them straight out, give them to the players. They don't even have to, you know, if they're a bit like, oh, I don't know what kind of character I want to be, or backstory, or things like that. Don't worry about it. Just a lot of these they come with um, what well, they called archetypes. Yeah, exactly. And they come straight out of the game. It's like, okay, you're going to be the uh, the muscle man, and you know, you might be the nurse, and they've got their stats already done. It's you weird take, you picked um, a muscle man and a nurse there. Oh, there you go. Yeah, two extremes, really, isn't it? I suppose. <laughs> two delicious extremes. 
So yeah, um, and uh, yeah, just get the light rules, read them, and play a few games like that. Have a go. My name's also Alan Rickman. No, I'm Alan. No, I'm, no, I'm the real Alan. No, wait, I'm Alan Rickman. To yeah. summarise, you know, uh, what you got to do is find like-minded individuals or find a game that the, your friends will like. Yeah. Then buy dice. Then be prepared to be the dungeon master for the first campaign. Absolutely. I guarantee you, people are going to want to do it after they've seen how great your story is. Yeah. They'll have a story they want to tell, and they'll take over. So you will be able to be a player eventually. So don't worry about that. Yeah, I mean, with us personally, with the twats, we, um, you know, I wouldn't even have, when I first played and was a player, I wouldn't have dreamed of being a, um, a DM first of all or a GM. Um, but now you have. Now I'm actually running my own. And game. yeah, another guy from the group has. Your brother's and I done have. one. Yeah, and yeah. Harrison's done it. So it's uh, and obviously now we're on a rotation because everyone's got so into it. They think, yeah, I can do a game. I can do a campaign, and you can. Anybody can. It's great. Exactly. But if you don't want to draw all your own maps, come up with your own story. There's another way to do it. Yes. What is that way, Nick? By doing it. Say the way. What do what the thing? What's the way? What say the way? On can off, you not remember the way? The what way? You've forgotten the way, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> Never forget the way. Um, pre-made modules. Yes. So the way is pre-made modules, which is um, yeah. So like what I'm doing at the moment, because as a player who has quite a lot of experience, nearly two years now, um, I get you know get a grasp of what RPG it is. So I'm I'm confident enough to be able to write my own story um, it might be a bit shit I don't know but no, sorry. Yeah, give it, it's, it's serviceable it's a, yeah, that's the job it's, a, it's yeah. got zombies it's alright got kind of zombies and biters in this campaign um, but you know um, so, but I, was, I thought I'd give it a go but if, even if you're thinking right oh, I've got to be the GM but what the fuck do I write I don't know what to write how can I write a, a game and a story that people are going to enjoy and, and get involved in and, and that all you need to do is go to the people that make these and just get a pre pre-written module. It often so it, it often if you have um, a game like Savage Worlds or Call of Cthulhu, <laughs> you can go on their website. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be nice for anyone listening. So enjoy that. So you can go onto the website of the games and they'll have pre-made adventures that you can play that you that come with maps and the whole story lined out. Will even say if the players do this, do this, and it will tell you what to do. It makes it much much simpler. You can find a lot of free ones online that people have made. What do we call it? What? What do we call stuff that we make that the, that the fans of the interweb make? But they're not our fans. No, not our fans. Just fans of RPGs. I mean, did Home- we have a name for it? No, not me. Not with us. Div. Homebrews. Home for fuck's sake, man. But you said what we called it. I thought that we... Oh, no, we're t- I'm talking about a collective group of RPGs okay, in the um, world. We're, so, homebrews. We so, RPGers. Because if we're going to use slang, we need to explain to everybody what they mean. Yes. So, I think home- that's called a homebrew. A homebrew it? campaign. And some of them have written, they've written it themselves. Yeah, they've written it themselves. And some of them are of really, really high quality. You and great. Find, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> well, the first um, module that I ever used that I got from the internet was about an owl bear nest. Oh, wow. It was as awesome as it sounds. <laughs> Next segment. Next bit. <laughs> so this... this Keep this, it simple. <laughs> this part of the podcast is called Next Bit. And yep. what it is, is we're now going to do games and challenges. So I've got a challenge for Nick. Um, go, it's called Dragon or Blagon. <laughs> and basically, what I've got here is a advanced D&D original rulebook from... 
Okay, it doesn't say, but I think the 80s. Wow. And it looks old, I've got to say. It's, uh, it, it's lovely, but it, what I'm it's a very old-looking book. Is I've made up a bunch of shit about it, and I've got some questions for you, and you have to figure out, did this actually come from this original book, or did I make it up? It's right? just come out your ass. Exactly. Okay. So, question one. Okay, so in, in Advanced D&D, each level um, of a character, when you level up, is, has a different name. So it goes like Novice, Beginner, Advanced, and they vary depending on which class you play. So the first question is, what is the name of a top-level monk in Advanced D&D? Okay. Okay, is it one, Master of Chi, two, Grandmaster of Punchery, three, Grandmaster Flash, four, Grandmaster of Flowers... As much as I want it to be Grandmaster Flash, because that'd be absolutely fantastic, I think it's going to be Grandmaster Chi. You're actually wrong. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> no way. The original name for a uh, top-level monk in Advanced oh, D&D really? was Grandmaster of Flowers. No, fuck off. I thought that was... <laughs> I thought that was the stupidest one out of all of them. Yeah, I was thinking that you... I don't know. It's, it's fucking weird, Grandmaster man. Grandmaster of Flowers. So don't mess with him. He's the Grandmaster of Flowers. He's, he's, exactly. He's so his garden. The top level in AD&D is 20, right? Right. So that means a level 4 is a relatively low level, right? And yeah. you have spellcasters in D&D, so those, the spells at level 4 shouldn't be that powerful. Right. But my question is this. Clerics in D&D have a level 4 spell that makes an entire hallucinatory forest, and everyone that interacts with it, it is, for all intents and purposes, a real forest. Is this true or false? And that's a 4th level spell. Mind forest at level 4, right? An entire, yeah. <sighs> A level four? Nah, no way. Uh, you're wrong bullshit. again, man. Oh, for fuck's sake, you tell I've been playing D&D Because telling me at level four you can just create a, a whole forest that people can what, interact that with. That is literally about. real. And Jeez. It's fucked up. It's the, bollocks. The funny thing is, is that, yeah, because back in the day, advanced D&D wasn't balanced at all. Yeah, I'm kidding. Fucking so, hell. What do you do at level 12? I don't know, man. Oh, Creating an entire <laughs> hallucinatory... New game itself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like you, you cast the spell, and it's like, okay, we're now playing Monopoly. Yeah, you're like, what? That's right. And then Monopoly comes out, and it's just like, yeah, if you look in the rules, you can actually do that. You can actually see it says Monopoly. And then right the whole there. game has to stop for the rest of the night. Oh, fuck that. Oh, yeah. like, no, we're, we're fuck that. I'm not playing Monopoly. Yeah, I'm not going to or D&D. You got, you got angry about that for a minute. Maybe you have to try and sell me D&D because it's one of the games I haven't played yet, and it's meant to be the one. You know, not be funny. It's, it's, the, uh, it's the typical one. It's the stigmatized one. Everyone it's, thinks, you know, role playing, oh, Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, I even called it D&D, even though we've never played D&D. Yeah, exactly. I'm going play D&D tonight or is D&D on tonight and we, uh, we I've never played it it sounds like shit well Pathfinder's <laughs> better for fantasy anyway yeah, but okay so next question is uh, one of these character names is a name I actually used for a character once in my early days here we go which one is the real one okay Okay. is it A Blake Kneegard B Punchface Jones C Dr. Chudwumper or 4 Fuckenstein's Monster can I have them? Can I have B again? Punchface Jones. And C? Dr. Chudwumper. I'm going B. Punchface Jones. Correct. Yes! Come on! <laughs> One. Yeah, that was a that was um, an orc barbarian called Punchface Jones. Yeah. Oh, so I was like, smash face. That's what I said. That. Yeah, you actually oh, said that earlier. Yeah. I was like, it was so uh, close. I like it. Yeah, that's weird. It's very very close. But yeah, um, so probably that, admit that's because that's what I would have called one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, back in the early days. <laughs> yeah, you would have been like. 
Uh, smash my character's called. <laughs> I'm making a wizard. He's called Devon. Oh dear. Okay. Last question. This is true or false? In the okay. in the original um, in the original white box version right. of D and D before advanced D and D, um, there were so many arguments about the um, about how to split treasure that they included a section in the player's handbook of the next edition um, detailing how to split treasure. I definitely think that's true. You're right. Yeah, definitely, because Loot Rage, I've got it. people get so peeved about that, it's unreal. The saddest thing of it all is that people get pissed off about like shit that don't exist. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know, man, but you've been there. But yeah, you, you've been there. Don't get me wrong, as a player, though, I mean, you've, you've you know. had times where your character's died or been hurt in some way, and you genuinely, it's ruined oh, your day. Oh, mate, we, I mean. So oh. you're saying the people get annoyed about things that don't exist. You do it. True, true, I'm saying it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it's true, actually, yeah. I mean, like, there are a couple of times where I've missed a sesh, and, uh, you know, you guys just wound me up and said that Roland had died. And I was just <laughs> generally like, I'm, I'm if yeah, we messaged, so angry. we messaged Nick from uh, on WhatsApp. We have a WhatsApp group for our D&D group. And uh, we messaged him on there and told him that his character had died while he was away. And he oh. got genuinely annoyed to the point where he couldn't type the word what yeah. and spell it right. So yes. it came up as worst. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nick, your character's died. Worst! <laughs> It's the only time in life you could do what the hell you want. So yeah, so in, in games like Pathfinder and and well, just any role role playing games really, you're a, your character's a, a hero. You know, tough, tougher than most people. You're, you know, you're here and the story's about you. So they can take a hell of a lot of damage um, and still get up. But how much damage can you actually take? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm just gonna give you a punch in the face and see. Well, so I have to take a punch in the face. Yes. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> See if you'll toughen his hands and fingers out. Alright. Ready? Yeah, go. Alright, okay. Bow! <laughs> Gather around now for the Fireside Tale. So what's Fireside Tales all about? It is. We're gonna tell stories from our we're gonna tell stories from our RPG experiences. Okay, so my story is um, so I suppose we better tell the system and stuff first. Well I would say describe setting. Okay. And the character. Picture this, if you will. Um, we're, the party is uh, on an adventure uh, for something, and we come across a small, <laughs> small little um, house out in the middle of the forest, if I remember rightly, or in the woods. Um, and there's, um, you know, some uh, log, log fire burning, and some smoke coming out the chimney and whatnot. We walk over to the thing, and everything's quite nice and calm, and, you know, and everything. And uh, so one of the one of the one of, one of the twats, uh, the character was Rex the Axe Baxter, um, absolute meathead, amazing character. This was in a, a fantasy campaign as well, and he was basically a wrestler. Yeah, your like brother, a your from, character, yeah. amazing. Rex the Axe Baxter. Yes. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, here's another little tip. So he was he, so he just wants to not. We, I think he was pretty beaten up and quite hungry, um, and in and in need of shelter. And uh, that's me opening a beer bottle. And gets the uh, the memory juices flowing, and uh, <laughs> the um, the yeah. So he just wants to knock on the door, didn't he? And and, and hopefully we could get in there. So anyway, so he has to roll strength to um, to, to uh, see how hard he would knock on the door. So he rolled his dice, and because he has such a large, a high strength anyway, with him being a martial artist and a fighter and whatnot, he uh, pretty much <laughs> put his hand straight through the door and just smashed a clean hole straight through it. 
Um, and then um, the, obviously the people inside the house were so scared by us that they hid and wouldn't open the door. So another character, um, another twat, Ryan, whose character was the amazing Colin. Uh, what was it? I can't remember. He had a surname, didn't he? Yeah, I don't remember. Just Big Colin. Big Colin of Gnome. Um, he f- thought it'd be a good idea to fire a uh, fire an arrow into the hole um, to make himself aware, uh, make himself known, um, and, <laughs> and actually shot one of the guys inside. I think it was a cobalt. Yeah, if I remember rightly. Shot him clean in the shoulder. So that's one way to um, say hello to people when you're turning up. Then they broke the door down and entered, and um, were told to get out pretty much. Not before the gnome decided to rub his face in the uh, potato dolphin whilst that they've been cooking that night. Um, yeah, that went down well. So. That was classic. <laughs> it was so good. My, so my story is a little bit different. It's about playing RPGs at work, and basically, what I did, um, what I did back in the day when I was working at a tech support job, is that we all had these like shared whiteboards. It was like Microsoft Paint, a and you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it, it was like Microsoft Paint, and you could go on there and draw on it, and all the other people would see. So I got the rules for the Fallout RPG. So which you can is, just pick it up. What, yeah, nothing? nice and easy. It's for free. Yeah, whole wow. PDF book. It's awesome. Brilliant. But we were playing that at work, and I made like a sort of simplified version of the rules. Um, uh, you know, because they'd never played before, and it was two, two, and and I played with two guys at work using this whiteboard system with our character sheets on it and it was uh, Dave and Ryan and basically we were all typing on the on the chat on this little whiteboard thing and playing a D&D game and they all had dice on their tables and stuff it was awesome <laughs> and it was based in the Fallout universe and what happened was there was a character in the game that was based on one of our colleagues he was and this colleague was called Dana and he was like a New York American guy like about about as typical as you could possibly get the the actual New York stereotype exactly talking yeah working in Croydon exactly yeah and and they were cruising around with this this uh, with Dana in the game and he um, was helping them with some stuff but uh, Ryan's character and the Dana character that I'd made had a disagreement and Ryan was going to shoot him with this giant gun and the gun would wipe out not only Dana but also the other player oh, wow. and he forced the other character to kill him or he, he would kill Dave. He, oh, said, wow. he said, right, now you're going to have to kill Dave or I'm going to fire the gun. He and, and, that guy. Exactly. And he said, oh, you're both going to die. So Dave had to do it or he was going to die. So he stabbed the Dana character. And well, Dave. Uh, yeah, and then everyone got... And, and then Ryan, you bastard! And then Dave got really, really depressed because he really liked that character. <laughs> and then he... I, st- I, 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 I can sympathise with that. I know what it's like to lose a character. Exactly. Really and he, he was... He was having a go at Ryan constantly, and he was like, "Oh, Ryan, I can't believe you made me kill Dana." In real I, life, yeah, in, r- in real life, they started talking about it, and oh, Dana was behind us in an office, and they were talking about, him, like, "I can't believe you killed him," and they were having this heated argument, and I could see Ryan was fucking, his face was like going redder and redder, and he was getting angry, and then suddenly he stands up and shouts in the office so Dana could hear it. Why is everyone having a fucking go at me because I killed Dana? I didn't fucking kill Dana. You killed him, and he went, "I'm going for a fag," and he just stormed out of the office. And you don't work there anymore. <laughs> Oh, you. <laughs> it's funny, enough. isn't it? Yeah, weird. But we managed, though, over a course of uh, a couple of weeks to play that game for at least eight hours a day at work. Wow. It was fucking amazing. In the future, you will be able to send a letter from anywhere on the planet. This is the future. This is the Electro Letter. 
Now this part of the show is where we um, answer questions from our listeners. Although we don't have any yet. We don't have any yet, but thank you. Oh yeah, so thank you for everybody that's bothered to uh, to like. We got thirty stupidness. Um, we're up to. Oh, let's have a quick. I think I just want to say to anyone that has liked the page, uh, you should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, the, I mean, yeah, come on. <laughs> that come on, brilliant. mate. Get, get a life, nerd. <laughs> nerd alert. Uh, it's we got thirty-eight likes now, man. So yeah, no, honestly, thank you very much, everybody. That's Good. So um, the first question comes from Craig Isted. Uh, first question, I think he's a bit of a fanboy, to be fair. Um, he's come of straight a podcast in that with... doesn't exist yet. Yeah, well, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> bless him, he loves it. Um, he said, he, his question was, um, how do your wives and girlfriends feel about your second lives? And do they ever, um, do they ever ask you to roleplay your characters in the bedroom? Thing is, right... Well, okay, so when he says blah, 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 when he says second life, he's referring to our role-playing games, obviously. Characters, I suppose. Thing is, right, is that for in all seriousness, yeah. I think both of our wives are pretty cool with it. Yeah. But I've uh, they're just they're just happy that basically that we're out of the house once a week. Yeah. And that we're doing something sort of productive, I guess. Yeah. And shuts us up a bit. But I have known people whose wives are really not happy with it. Yeah, and and uh, I won't say who he is, but I know a guy whose missus literally, whenever whenever they, whenever RPGs are brought up in front of other people, she goes, oh, "He's such a fucking dick," and like puts him down for it, man, for oh, real. Suck. So don't be that. If you're a girlfriend and you're listening, grow up. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, it's I mean, not, to be honest with you, when I first was when I first told was going to tell my wife that um, you know. When you were first coming out as as an RPG, oh, an RPG, okay, yeah, right. not. <laughs> Do you know? It's just like I don't know. Yeah, I was a bit, I was a bit nervous really because I was like, oh, I'm gonna, how's she actually gonna react? But she was a bit, yeah, she was pretty cool. Ooh, yes. Have you ever had to roll? Have you had to ever? Have, have you? Oh, are, are you? Do yeah? Do you? We've all got a bit, we've all got a bit shy about it. <laughs> have you? Uh, or have you ever role played your character in the bedroom? So when he says in the bedroom, does he mean literally he... while I'm standing in the bedroom? Does he mean up groin? What you mean? Well, you know, or does it just mean sex. like yeah, whatever. <laughs> During butt sex. Shush, my mum might really listen to this. Yeah, she. And knows yours. She knows. <laughs> yeah, but your mum knows all about it, man. Shut up. <laughs> She's a sexy lady. Sorry. Um, Cut that out. <laughs> no, it's not coming out. But the thing is. What were we saying? No, I haven't. Uh, no, and you, and you're, you're immature for having suggested it, Craig. Uh, Don't again? ever listen again. <laughs> okay, Dave Gaines, David Gainsborough. David Gainsborough, yeah. The game. David Gainsborough. Baby Dave, Gaines. The big game. Big game money. Big game Dane. Yeah, um, he says, is it true cannibals don't eat clowns because they taste funny? Now, listen, Dave. Dang, the game. Dane, the game. Um, don't ever send us a message again. Yeah, man. And don't listen. Yeah. No, actually, sorry. That's do, listen. No, do, do listen. No, please listen. Please listen. We need you all to listen. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, the guy that owned it had a pet baboon. Uh, next question is from a good mate of mine, Darren Banks. Um, and he's asked, uh, I've got a question. How the fuck does D&D work? I don't understand it. Is this the stuff you will be talking about? Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Well, we are talking we are. about that. Um, but as we described yeah, before, D and D is like a, a sort of catch-all term for playing RPGs. Yes. So uh, we've, I think we've already talked about how RPGs work at the beginning of the fucking thing. So we don't yeah. really need to answer this question. I mean, I, yeah, I still call it D and D now to the wife. 
Yeah, exactly. I've never actually played D&D. It's just a generic term for role-playing, I suppose, because it was the first game. We have played fantasy-type games. We've played Pathfinder, but we've never played actual D&D together. I have. I've played Advanced D&D and 4th Edition D&D, both of which are a bit shit. We're doing a podcast on that. Yeah, exactly. But the fact of the matter is is I've never played... uh, Well, with this group, we don't play... Normal. We've left D&D alone, yeah. We've played, uh, so so far today we've played Call of Cthulhu, which is where we started on, and it's a great system. It's really simple, scary, if you like your horror, yeah. it's good. And it's based on H.P. Lovecraft's Call of Cthulhu, so which, it's fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, exactly. So and then perfect. we played Pathfinder, which yeah. is like fantasy, it's your typical D&D type stuff. But it's fun. Um, yeah, it's like I said, I've never played D&D, it's my first time playing fantasy, and it was a good laugh. We, that's when we called it. It was one of the better campaigns. campaigns. Yeah, it's great. It's a nice, you, you use a really fun dice, which is a D20. And then we play, the <laughs> next one we played, the next one we played was GURPS, GURPS which yeah. is made by Steve Jackson. Do you want to say what it means, GURPS stands for? Because everyone's going, GURPS, what the fuck's that mean? The thing is, well, GURPS is a great system because it's, it stands for Generic Universal Role Playing System. Yes. Which is. I think is a fucking terrible name. Because yeah. GURPS. Uh, it's like Spoonie said, most people see that and they go, oh, I don't want to play something generic. Generic what? But the, the, the strength lies in the fact that you can use it to do any type of game. Anyone. We, exactly. ju- we just wrapped up doing a space opera sci-fi type game. Wow, yeah. And it was fucking awesome. Epic game, yeah. And, and now we're on Savage Worlds doing a zombie campaign. Doing a zombie campaign, bringing it back to real, like, real life modern day, which is, you can go anywhere. Uh, Alright, so next question. Yeah. What is the next question? Do we have more questions? No, I think that's it. Oh, hold on. It was so good. we had three questions. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we just had another question come in. Tim, a good friend of mine, Tim Shaw, um, he's asked, how did this come about? Question mark. Um, I didn't think Nick was the D&D type. So yeah. define the D&D type. Well, look, it's easy to say that there isn't a D&D type. Yeah, exactly. But there is. Ah, uh, yeah, all right. You've got to be a bit... Cliche, you're talking cliches now. No, I'm not. I'm just saying... You're, you're talking specky glasses, fat bloke, but still lives at home with his mum. Listen, man, you shouldn't be so down on yourself. I don't wear glasses anymore. Well, I try to... <laughs> <laughs> but no, but it's... Well, that's what I mean, exactly that. No, but well, the thing is... Okay, look, it can be anyone, because yeah. my super hot wife play in the past and stuff uh, exactly, but yeah. you know it, it, they come in all shapes and forms but I think you do need to be a little bit nerdy to enjoy something like this you've you, just got <laughs> you've just got to be able to just let go but the thing is people obviously then your mate Tim doesn't perceive you as being the nerdy type so you're a closet closet nerd well, there you go. So, well, maybe maybe we can invite Tim to a one shot. But you know, the funny thing is, is that actually, when we first started playing, do you remember what James said to you and Ryan? No, go on. He uh, James is another guy from our group, and he said twat, he yeah. said to Nick and Ryan, the guy from my story earlier, he said to the two of them um, that he expected big big fat nerdlingers, and he was really he was Good really surprised. He's oh, really... so he oh, cause he hadn't met us before, had he? So he didn't know what we was going to turn up looking like. And yeah. he thought you were going to be massive fat fat. Yeah. yeah. So what's the next? What's the next question? Uh, yeah, and I think that's it, mate. So we only had four questions. Yeah. yeah. So step up, guys. Yeah. Thirty-eight likes. Come on, ask a question. Ask anything. What did you have for dinner today? I'll answer. That. <laughs> I'll answer it. I'll answer anything. Dinner's being cooked right now, actually. So we'll find out. Please. Ask, ask questions next time, or um, never listen again. <laughs> One of the two. I've got to stop saying that. No, no do listen. Say that. Do listen. Please, <laughs> please. We really, we really need it. Um, so that brings us to the end, then. Exactly.
Worst. Yeah, you have to forgive us if the first episode shit, but it will get better. Hopefully. Um, oh, I, worse. Yeah. I think it'll get better all the way. No, worse. it's going to be good, man. It might, it might get worse. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people will, uh, who, who like the page out of sympathy for me. Yeah, well, um, we're sorry. We'll listen to the first episode, but I, I told you it's a load of bollocks. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's fine. Thanks for the like. Um, and anyone who generally is interested in RPG, yeah. So let's say, for instance, you've listened to this podcast and you think those men sound intelligent, wise... Uh, know what they're talking about. Great guys. Really good, great voices. Good muscles. <laughs> if you could see the muscles in here. Um, yeah, then, and you want to get in touch with us. How do, Nick? How do? Well, you well, can... Well, Nick's phone number is... Uh, no, 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 no. Okay. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving it out. Uh, you, can, you, can, you can contact us on the Facebook group that, that magically appeared today so that is and I badgered everyone to like sorry about that cheers uh, cheers likers thank um, you everybody so that's facebook.com forward slash tabletop tea tabletop yes that's they right. wouldn't allow me to have twats on there so like, well we're on twitter as well um, today just at, on that uh, which is tabletop twats at tabletop twats at tabletop twats nice got it um, all one word obviously or uh, you can email us on tabletop twats at gmail.com it is com isn't it yes cool so get in touch. You have any questions? And there's, so a, Google, like, there's a Google Plus page going up as well. We'll probably put shit on there. It's pretty good for. To be honest, Google Plus is a very, very good place for RPG, and we'll probably do another podcast point. on that because there's a lot of communities. There. Yeah, communities are great. Um, and there's, like I said, there's a lot of people out there now, and it's uh, yeah. There's, we'll talk about it again later, but it's great. So well, that's, I think we've talked enough shit for now. Had enough beers. I haven't. We could talk about this forever, but we were. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, right, so thanks everyone for listening. Yeah, thank you guys. If you've made it this far, <laughs> then wow. We could say anything we want now. Yeah, no one's listening at No this one's listening part. at this point. Absolutely. Right, I'm going to say a really bad word then. Go on then. No, <laughs> no okay, I'll cut that out. I'm going to cut that out. You can't put that in.